Hi and welcome to today's episode of Youth and Emotion. And so today I'm going to be looking at the topic of agoraphobia. When you hear of agoraphobia, what comes to mind? Fear of open spaces? Well, really, that's not what agoraphobia means. See, a lot of people seem to think that agoraphobia means fear of open spaces. Actually, it's far from that. I mean, a clear definition of agoraphobia is a fear of being in a situation where escape might be difficult or that help will not be available if anything goes wrong. So really, historically, those who suffer from agoraphobia, fear of crowds, crowded places, maybe crowded buses or being in public places or in shopping mall or open market places. This is what agoraphobia means. They have this sudden panic or complex feeling where they feel they just want to get away. It can get as bad as people not wanting to leave their home, they don't want to go anywhere. And sometimes this agoraphobia is because of experiences in the past, it's a kind of trauma they have experienced in the past. Either something that has happened, they were locked in a crowded place or they were in a bus or in a public place when such trauma happened. And so whenever they remember that, it brings up panic and intense anxiety in themselves that they don't want to go out sometimes. You'll be surprised to know that um, Liam Penn from One Direction and Robbie Williams at some point have suffered from agoraphobia. And it's not something that, you know, you might think, oh, these are people who are in the public sphere. They perform to millions of people. Um, How come they are afraid of crowd? But it doesn't actually follow that way. You could be performing in front of crowd. But once you leave that safe space, the fear of of moving out just in your everyday lives to get in contact with the crowd becomes a problem. So essentially, it's it's agoraphobia is something that no matter how social you are or how interactive you are with the crowd, you can still have that intense feeling of fear of interacting or mixing with the crowd in a crowded places like shopping mall or in public transports. And so what are the symptoms of agoraphobia? Well, the symptoms are varied and they can be subtle and sometimes they can also be intense. And sometimes it could be as subtle as feeling of sickness or feeling of feverish or sweating. And sometimes it can be as intense of as intense as accelerated habit, hyperventilation, a fatigue, a trembling, heart palpitations, extreme worry or fear or panic attack. Sometimes people feel like they have something resting on their chest that they can't breathe or they, it's, it's like a nightmare or they, they have headaches. And those are the signs uh, and symptoms of agoraphobia. And so the other question is, how common is it? Is it something that is that common? Or is it something that you know every other person feels? Well, the truth is that despite what we think, agoraphobia is more common in women than in men. And most people start experiencing it in their teenage years from the year 18 to up to year 35. And it can carry on and it can linger on. And sometimes people feel um, you can get over it. Well, with treatment, yes, some people can get over it. And one third of people eventually get a complete cure from that fear 
or from that agoraphobia. But the truth be told that up to half still feel the symptoms every now and then. They get better with treatment, with management, but you still find that 50% of people who have experienced this at some point in their life, they do get better, but from time to time, they still find themselves having that experience. And so you, you, I, you could say that one in five people actually who suffer from agoraphobia still have it persistent and, and it, it can be a devastating influence on people in terms of them socializing, in terms of them leaving their house. And for young people, it, it can be a devastating influence in their ability to cope in schools or to stay in crowded places in school. But there, there are things that can be done to help. There are things that can be done to manage this fear. And, and stuff like managing lifestyle, making some tweaks and changes in lifestyle like doing regular exercise, eating healthy, cutting out alcohol, um, avoiding taking drugs or avoiding highly caffeinated drinks. These are lifestyle changes which can make an impact, which can support better quality of life and, and make the person feel better and calmer. In terms of diagnosis, I mean, we know the symptoms, but the, the truth is that it's always important to get a definitive diagnosis from your general practitioner or from your doctor so that you know what you're dealing with. Because sometimes people confuse agoraphobia with a serious anxiety attack. And so there's a subtle difference between them. So it's always a good idea to get a definite um, diagnosis from your practitioner so that you know what you're dealing with. So in terms of helping or management of this, like I said, um, lifestyle changes can be of immense importance. Also, if you find yourself in the, in the thick of it when you're feeling that anxious, there are things you can do to bring yourself back to yourself. Um, there's what we call the 333 rule technique, whereby you, you, you think of three things you can hear, then you think of three things you can see, and also you move three parts of your body. You can begin to move your fingers or your toes, or you can clench your fist and unclench it. Those are, these are things you can do to ground yourself and reduce that feeling of uh, fear of crowded places. Um, apart from lifestyle changes and these retro techniques, once you have had a definitive diagnosis from your GP or from your, or from your doctor, and they can recommend things like CBT or some relaxation techniques, which can help you to calm you down and to make you in the thick of it, how you can manage this fear. I've also found out that some people find things like uh, hypnotherapy very useful in managing agoraphobia. Those are the certain things you got. What hypnotherapy does is that sometimes it brings you in a position where you are gradually being exposed to such things that trigger this feeling and you learn how to manage it. And so through hypnotherapy, you can also find that you can learn how to manage it so that when you find yourself in that crowded places or when you find yourself say in a in a bus or in a shopping mall and the fear uh, is coming on you you can begin to draw from the, the, the therapeutic technique techniques and all the treatment you received during the hypnotherapy finally there's also another way of 
managing um, agoraphobia apart from the lifestyles, uh, apart from the diversionary techniques or apart from CBT, the doctors can prescribe um, some medication that are used to treat anxiety and depression. The class of medication we call SSRI, the serotonin, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, those are like fluoxetine and sertraline. Even though these medications are specifically for management of anxiety and depression, you find out that their usefulness are also very important in management of agoraphobia. So I hope today you've you've learned more about agoraphobia and understand that it, it is something that can affect as many people more than you know people who are in showbiz or people who are who perform to the crowd like i said robin williams who could have thought that you know he suffered from agoraphobia bearing in mind that he performs to millions and millions of crowd in concerts but the issue of agoraphobia is it has nothing to do with whether you're performing to the crowd it's that personal experience and that trauma and that feeling that it brings back when you're in that position when it triggers it and also to understand that there's a way to deal with it that there are little things you can do to manage it there's a way to manage it especially when you're in the thick of it thank you guys for listening and if you have any questions uh, i would love to hear from you or if you have if you're someone that have been suffering from it maybe you have been suffering in silence and you haven't had the opportunity to talk about it, I'm glad to hear from you. And if you have any technique that you have found useful, I'm sure my audience will want to listen to you and, and, and share that experience because I, I'm sure there's someone out there who will love to listen to you, who will love to glean from the, 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 your experience and, and how you have managed to manage this condition. Thank you guys for listening and um, and stay safe and I'll, I'll catch, you to, catch up with you guys again some other time. Take care now and goodbye.